Yeah, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that entrepreneurship is the best thing ever. <laughs> you never have any stress. Yeah. Like you don't have you know problems with staff or none, none of that, right? <laughs> like every like every business to build it to anything, it is it is hard, and that's why that's why founder exists. That's why we want to come on the journey with you to help you. But you know, everything around us is created by entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs shape the world as we know it, right? Mm. And what greater privilege to be able to make a dent and create something yeah. from nothing. Have a legacy. Like, mm. Yeah, like yeah. you can't put a price on that. And that's what's special about becoming an entrepreneur, building a business. And yeah, like I said, the highs are high, the lows are low, but you wouldn't give it up for anything. No one's ever lucky. I, mean, I think the only lucky you get in life is where you're born and then you make the rest. Stick around, it's going to be a good ride. Bloody cold, boys. It's, win- it's what you call winter, Benny. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you call it. It's winter cool. in Melbourne, mate, most, most livable city in the world. I tell you what, I've been stitched up this winter, though. What do you mean? And, I, and oh, man, I said, you haven't to paid the, the gas bill. No, nah, it's uh, you know what it is. You know what? You don't, you don't, what do they say? You don't realize not what you had until it's gone or whatever. But we've had this hydronic heating when we bought the house, it oh, came with hydronic heating. So good, man. I underappreciated it and the, the the manifold blue flooded our house, fucked everything up, whatever. But since then, we've had no heating, dude, or we've, we've only just had a couple of splitties. No. Man, this has been the worst winter of my life, man. It's, like, hard it's harder to get out of bed yeah. when it's cold. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, this is... So yeah, have you gone away? Well, the cold's killing. Oh, you got, have you, have you even, escaped the winter? Oh, oh, don't even start me on that, dude. Oh, here's my listen to this shit, dude. <laughs> I've been listening. I reckon you've been telling me for. Yeah, oh no, Richo, shout out Richo, legend. Yeah, Richo. <laughs> You gotta go away in winter, Benny. It's the it's the life. You yeah, gotta no, do I've, it. I've told you that. You've once, told me yeah. that. I've heard yeah. it for years, man. Mick and this year, <laughs> this year, man. I go. We're doing it, man. We'll just go. We'll just go to Queensland, man. We'll go up and see everyone. Queensland's hot. You don't have to wear jump. All that shit. Yeah, beautiful. Like, One day, perfect. The next. Beautiful. The next, man. So we go up there. Fucking rain the whole week, dude. <laughs> you the entire week, man. We didn't leave. So we're staying at the in-laws. Literally, we could have been we could have been in Colac, man. It just really didn't matter because we're just stuck inside for the whole week, dude. So anyway, there you go. Oh, that's that, sort of that's, that's me winter story. That's, yeah. that's your luck, though, Benny. That is my yeah. Like I don't know. Remind me never go on holidays yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm going away next week. Surprise! The wheels didn't fall off the plane. Where are you going? I'm going to the snow because it's winter. So you, <laughs> what, hang on, man. so when it's winter, you you, go, you embrace the cold. Have you seen the? I'm going to the snow. Makes he, sense. Like, yeah. Hang on. What about the podcast? Oh, I haven't told you. That <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I was like, no podcast next week. Hollywood's going to the snow. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll, I'll dial we'll, in. We'll figure it out. I'll dial, dial it in. <laughs> I'll dial in somehow. What are you? What about you, PK? How's the uh, travel down the highway going? Yeah, it's good. It's cold. No, it's not cold because I put the heater on. But um, yeah, it's good. Beat the traffic. Beat the traffic, mate. Up early. Get to the gym. I give him a wave every time I go on the other side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. can see each other across the across the bay. Give yeah. a wave. No, there's a bit of travel, but as Dan knows, once you get there, she's God's country. So it is it's God's all, country. It's yeah, all it's worth it. it. It's worth all it. worth it. You know, I'm where the city meets the country, boys. Yeah, but I'm. I'm keen to get back up to some sun in winters. I think the kids have slowed us down a bit, but that's definitely the yeah. plan. you got to do it in the depths of winter. It gives you something to look forward to, then get you out, Taking man. Fall get you it. out. Get you into spring. No, let's get into it. Come on. <coughs> I'm excited today, Squally. Really excited. I'm really excited. I'm not sure about my intro. But. I should point out, before we get into it, I should point out, I also packed pretty light going to Queensland thinking I was going on a nice sunny holiday. <laughs> so I'm up there in the rain with no jumper, <laughs> no long pants. You don't need them, they said. You don't. Hot every day, they say. <laughs> you look as white as when you left, too. He's got no tan at all. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Sun, mate. Jeez. Oh, anyway. Should have spray tanned. That's what you should have done. All right. Boys, we had a ripper guest day. How about we talk about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty excited. Welcome back to Australia's number one podcast. Oh, do you say on? Do you say oh, that shit. today? Not sure we can claim that. <laughs> <it. laughs> oh, no, we'll run with it. Run with it. Define, yeah. yeah. That's how I would say. Yeah, number one. Anyway. In Collingwood. There's got to be some stat that puts us in front of this one. Surely something. We are the little fish and we speak to the big fish about town each and every week. We talk business, mindset, life, bringing you guys as much value as possible. Today's a ripper. So much value in this one. What a, a journey this guy's been on. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for viewing. 
Tell your family, tell your friends, share it with whoever's going to get value. The overlords love it. Algorithm overlords. Please like, share, subscribe. He said it. <laughs> no one listens to me. <laughs> Today's guest is widely considered as one of the brightest minds of his generation. His entrepreneurial skills have seen him in chairs opposite the, opposite the likes of Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, Tony Robbins, mm. Jessica Livingston, Seth Godin, Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. oh, big fan oh, of yeah, big, big, big Marco, Tim Ferriss. Hey, yeah. mm. Why don't we get guests no. like that? Yeah, well, we might be able to <laughs> talk to our guests. <laughs> See if you can loop us in on a couple. <laughs> when he's not interviewing other rock star business leaders, he's heading up his own company, Founder Magazine. With offices in Melbourne and New York, a slew of online content and courses, a subscriber base of more than 20,000, and he's ticked over 400 podcasts, boys. Yeah, and and quality. Quality. You're a big fan, yeah? Like, not not even joking, that's your... That's yeah. your go-to so podcast. So we say like- Other than the Little Fish podcast. Oh, yeah. But yeah, well, cool. we always say like, share, subscribe. I've only got four that I actually listen to, and that's one of them, the founder. Yeah, that's big. And he's, that's sort big. Of, he's had quality from the get-go. Correct. Amazing, amazing. And a humble Instagram following of over three and a half million followers. You can see why this guy's name has become synonymous with success. He's the man behind the mag. Give it up for Nathan Chan. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Cheers, right? Yeah, I listen, mate. Every week I listen to the pod. It's amazing. Yeah, I've listened to a fair few as well over the journey, man. Very, very good. Just gets impressive guests. Yeah. And that's what today we're going to find out. How the young and back, PK. How you tackle it. You got your notepad? No, I've got me. I'm ready to go, man. I've got word open. How was that intro, Nathan? All right? Yeah, no, it was awesome. Look, as I said coming in here, this is so impressive what you guys are doing out of Melbourne, like. I love it. And, like, this is way better than our set. I'm I'm a little bit inspired. I think you guys have got inspired by a combination of Nelk Boys and Joe Rogan. Is that about right? Impulsive, impulsive. Yeah, impulsive impulsive too. Actually, no, 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 true story. True true story. Nelk Boys and us were in parallel. So we weren't inspired by Nelk Boys, but Nelk Boys were definitely inspired by Impulsive, and and I think they, they – they acknowledge that and we'll definitely – I was definitely inspired by Impulsive as well, for sure. Thanks for coming on, Nate. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome, awesome. So we want to take it back to the place where you're in your nine-to-five job, you know, you're questioning, you know, what the future holds. You know, we've got a short lifespan on this planet. You spend most of your time at work. I think I heard you say that it's, at some point. Our life, the majority of our time is spent at work, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Let's enjoy it. Take us back to the guy that was in customer support that was that was thinking about thinking about something more. Yeah. So um, to be honest, I've never accomplished much in my life before founder, and I was always just kind of coasting. Like uh, I, you know, I used to do okay at academia. Like you know, I I never used to really try, but even when I did try, I didn't do that well. And then I just kind of found myself. Uh, you know, in, in a job that really wasn't for me. So like I always wanted to work uh, in marketing or I thought that was something that I wanted to do. And, you know, I got my enter score that came out and I remember, I never forget looking back, um, I got like a 62 or something and I thought it was going to be punching like an 80. And I, and I 20 my, better than I got. And, I was going to say yeah, yeah. 50 my, better than me. And then my mom and my dad, we all sat down. We're like looking, oh, what, can, what uni can we get Nathan into? Because you can't go to a TAFE college. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that's bad for anybody, yeah, but yeah. like in my family, you know, Asian background, yeah. like all sorts Schooling's of things. Schooling's Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, there was like this degree that we found. It was like, oh, it might be half decent. It's a business IT degree. We can get you in. You could just scrape through. So I scraped through in that. Next thing I know, like I'm do, I'm failing like programming subjects and just like <laughs> memorizing code, not even knowing what it like what it even does. And <laughs> and then yeah, like it was just kind of like, oh, then all right, I'll try and move into marketing. Like I was at RMIT. Let's try and do a degree in marketing and. I couldn't get in because I didn't get the grades. So yeah. I just kind of finished that. And then I did an internship, part of my degree. And I ended up at an accounting firm working in an IT support. And that felt like that was my career path because I tried to get into other things and I couldn't. And a few years has gone by and you still, you know, spend your weekends, Friday, Saturday night, pissing up against yeah. the wall. <laughs> and yeah. So then next thing I know, I'm just like, wow, is, is this what it's going to be like for me? Mm. Like, I, and I'm not, and I'm not 
I'm not bashing anybody that works in IT, but for me, it just wasn't personally fulfilling. And so something inside of me eventually just snapped where I was just like, you know what? Like life is too short to not do work you don't enjoy. And I'm going to try and get a job in marketing. It didn't even start with how do I start a business? It's that how do I get a job in marketing, which led me down the path to launching a side hobby passion project to get a job in marketing, Kidding. taking that magazine to job interviews and still not getting a job. Wow. And then realizing, wow, what I'm doing, I need to, I can go all in on this. This is really special. And the vision just grew bigger and bigger and bigger these past 10 years. But when I started, I wasn't like you guys, like working, working trade. Yes, this is what we're going to do. I literally was just looking for a job in marketing. And then I fell in love with the work that I was doing with Founder. And like 10 years ago, you know, not as many people started online businesses as they do now. Not as many people go out on their own. And I started hearing stories of friends of friends doing these crazy things, like starting these online businesses with no skills and experience whatsoever. So I just started to interview them Mm. through the magazine the front cover of the first edition of the magazine didn't even have a successful person on the front cover. <laughs> so it was, it was called Founder still. It, no, yeah. it was no, called it something else. We yep. were sued. We were sued uh, for trademark infringement by one of the biggest business magazines in the states in the first four months of starting, Ooh. or first three months. What? Yeah. Right. And so then I had to change it to Founder. So what was it? It was called Key to Success. Key, yeah, right. Founder's Day. They did you a favour. Yeah, 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 I reckon too. So. Yeah. That's why it's not founder with the E. Yeah, but there is I did no think brand. there'd be a reason for that. There is no brand out there with the correct spelling. Yeah, right. So like we own, like we we you make claim to that synonymous yeah. term within entrepreneurship. It's the only place you see it without. Yeah. Yeah. So Nathan, like how does that, like I'm trying to think if I'm trying to start a business or an online magazine mm-hmm. and I've got a big company in the US trying to sue me for naming rights, do you just think, fuck, I'm going to pack up here and just not even worry? Like- <laughs> What, what makes you take them on? Or- so I never forget one of my mentors, early mentors, who even to get in touch with him, I had to hassle him like five times to catch up with me. I remember calling him the first few months in and I said like, yeah, the, these guys want to take me to court. I need to appear in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> and I got served a FedEx, FedEx package. I still have that package. I posted on my personal Instagram a while ago. Yeah. And – I said to him, like, I'm really scared. I'm really nervous. Like, I'm stressing out like crazy. And he's like, Nathan, like, what do you think the worst that's going to go, ha- the worst that's going to happen? And I said, oh, I'll go bankrupt. And he's like, well, do you have any money? <laughs> <laughs> no. And he's like, well, why the hell are you worrying? <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, uh, it's crazy how things work out because the company, the company that I was working at, so I started at the accounting firm, then I moved to Intrepid Travel incredible company and I remember going to the CEO I uh, and I, I showed in the magazine and I saw because I saw him on a, on a train carriage because he you guys were at Ivanhoe I, I I used to live in Greensboro and he used to live in Ivanhoe so I saw him because he's really tall he's like six foot seven and I saw him get on the train and I was like oh I'm, I want to meet him I'm going to show him the magazine so I showed him and then we kind of became friends and then a couple of months later because because I was trying to still get a job in marketing mm. and then a couple of months later I sent him uh, uh, like the, the email that I got because somebody, a lawyer actually wrote to me in Dallas, Texas, trying to represent me to get work. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and I pro was like, bono. yeah, <laughs> no, he, not in pro bono. He's like, hey, just so you know, you're being sued for trademark infringement by this company. We need to move now. I know the judge. He used to mentor me. Let's go. I think I can sort this for you. And I sent it to Daryl and I said, mate, like, what do I do here? Because, like, this is my first four months in business. Yeah. And he, he was like, is this sophisticated spam? I don't know. And then, yeah, he passed it on to Tom, who was kind of like the operations guy there who used to be a lawyer, and he helped me work through it. Wow. And, then, and like, we just changed the name. And and then they then they wanted to recoup their legal costs and I said I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> then we just changed the name. Yeah, beautiful. And then the rest is history. 
Wow. What a start to a business. <laughs> so were you, were you making, so I've got a million questions. So were, were you making money at that point? Like you're four months in because, and when you when we say a magazine, it was an online only magazine, a digital magazine before its time as yeah, well. Yeah, on the App Store, Google Play Store. So digital magazines were a bit bigger back then. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, subscription based? Yep, subscription yep. based as well. Yep. So the first day I launched, we made $5.50. We yep. had two subscribers. Family? Nah, <laughs> randoms. Randoms. Genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And and that's that's a lesson for people. If they're looking to start a business, when I launched the magazine, it was on a platform with buyers that were trained to buy on the app store, right? So there's places, if you want to start a business, you can start a business on a platform where there's people trained like to buy. Like Etsy and stuff Amazon, like that. Amazon, Etsy, yeah. Like eBay, like, mm. you know, Shopify somewhat. Like, you know, the, so that's where it – I kind of walked into a little bit of a luxury starting and getting a couple of subscribers on the first day. And this is a guy that knew nothing about publishing, apps, design, editorial. You can go back to the first edition of the magazine. It's it's bloody rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I was just having fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then over time I realized like this is so incredible what we're building. I, I, I need to keep doing this. And so – yeah, that's how it all started. And to answer your question, where we make money by the first month, we're making eighty bucks. Second month, uh, it's about one hundred and fifty, and then it just slowly built. And this yeah. was just a project to try and get a job, wasn't yeah. it? This yeah. was your interview just, process. Yep, just to start. And what was in the magazine? So, were how many pages? How much content? Oh. And were you going out leveraging other people, business people, and interviewing those guys? Yeah, that, yeah. that was the content. Yep, yep. Yeah, around it was about 60, 80 pages. And how did you – 60, 80 pages, that's a lot. of How, how often was a mag coming out? Once a month? Monthly. Wow. wow. Yeah. So That's a hustle. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to lie. Like, And this is what's required if you want to build anything. It's got to be an obsession. But if And you can do it while working your job and paying yourself away. But, you know, like I would get up at 6 a.m. I might – go into the intrepid office early, do an interview. I'd take my, my, my podcast mic, put it in my bag. Mm. I'd do an interview in the morning and then and I'd go in an office, like a, just a, a meeting room and do an interview in the morning. Then I might – and then i go to work and i start my job and then I might do an interview at lunchtime on my lunch break and then I'd go home, I'd have dinner, then I might work for a couple of hours and I'd see my missus. Or, or the other way around, I might see my missus, then go home and then work till like 2, 3 a.m. And then I get up and do it again. Because you loved it. Yeah. It, it, it was, was never so about, much fun. You know, it sounds like, yeah, yeah you can was, feel it now. It's not like, even about the money. It was so yeah, much yeah. fun. Like mm. I remember mm. I had a falling out with my housemate when I went, I was close to going full-time or I might have just gone full-time on it. So it took me about a year to build it up to go full-time on Founder. and, and I, That's pretty quick. By, mm. by that stage, I realized that, that this could be something so much bigger than myself. And it wasn't just going to be a lifestyle business and I wanted to build something that helps a lot of people at scale and I love this stuff. And I remember I had a little bit of a falling out, out with my housemate at the time. So I had temporarily moved back home with my parents because I was only what? Like I'm 35 now so I was only like 26 at the time. Mm. So I went – I moved back because I was caught in between places and I, I lived in my parents' basement for about six months just <laughs> hustling yeah. and it was so much fun. Like that was some of the funnest times. Yeah because like, I'm really close to my family, family's really important to me. And like I remember I would sleep, you know, I, I'd sleep from 3 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then I'd wake up, <laughs> walk upstairs, have a casual <laughs> breakfast yeah. with my family Love and then I'd it. go downstairs and I'd just hustle all day. <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, I might see my missus uh, after dinner, but I just – it was so much fun, like not a care in the world. Like yes, I had contractors but not full-time <clears throat> staff. And it was, yeah, it was so much fun. It was the best. It's, like you want to know how I interviewed Seth Godin? Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. So Seth Godin, he is known to respond to every email that you write. Oh, it might it's be just, on the fish pod just, before. Really? Yeah, He just can't let him go. He needs a not clean sure, desk. <laughs> not sure, not sure. Wow. But I'd heard this. So I interviewed him and I sent him an email at like 11 p.m. and just pitched him. And this was when I was at my parents' basement, like in the transition <laughs> phase, because uh, I was full time on founder, but still finding another place and mm. all this kind of stuff. And then I, I emailed him, and for whatever reason, I woke up at six a.m. and he wrote back saying, "Yep, 
I can do it in 15. That'll be a good time for me. And I jumped on and just fully winged it. Wow. Yeah. And I, I, like this guy's one of my heroes. Yeah. And it was like so incredible. It was so much fun. Like that that was the kind of hustle and like those were some of the funnest times. I, I love that, man. And, and I just recently, because I resonate massive and Pete knows me really, really well, man, to the point where whenever we, me and Peter, business partners, whenever we're launching a new vertical or a new project, like Pete will tell you, I'll go, dude, you're not going to see me next week, man. And I lock myself at home and I'm going to live those 10 to 3 a.m. hours. My family's going to be around. I'm just going to bury myself in it. And I actually just did it. Was it? Yeah, it was last week, man. We just did something. So I resonate massive with that. And that's just burning passion because you just love what you're doing and you're trying to achieve something that's, you know, climb a big mountain that mm. most people wouldn't even attempt sort of thing. That's, so yeah, that's a it. massive guess to get. Is this all within that first year or are we into the second uh, year yeah, of founder? That was, that was the second year. Yeah. Second so year. you've also had other big guests, mm. obviously Richard Branson, Sir Richard. Yeah. <laughs> how, like how do you go about getting these people early on? Because I'm guessing it's founded, is it known in the US at the moment? The, the, yeah. It is, yeah, okay. Yeah. So our biggest, our biggest audience and customer base is in the United States. Right. Australia's, I think, second. Australia's second and then UK probably third. Wow. So, so you yeah. just pitch – do you go out and just pitch to Sir Richard that, you know? Well, how do you get into Richard's inbox? That's that's yeah. the hard part. So, so you guys are asking the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have an inbox, mate. Yeah. He's got gatekeepers. Yeah. Gatekeepers yeah. that protect his time. Yeah. All of these super successful thought leaders in any niche, any market, like in property, right? Yep. Yeah. Everyone, once you reach a certain level of success, your time is protected. Yeah. And it's it's managed very, very heavily. So the question you need to ask is not how do you get into Sir Richard Branson's inbox, it's how do you find the gatekeeper that's going to get yeah. you a yes. Yeah. And then the next question before you even find the gatekeeper is – who is the gatekeeper? Yeah. <laughs> and then before that is not how do I get in the gatekeeper's inbox, it's how do I call them and have a conversation with them to get mm. cut through yeah. of everybody else's emails. That's, yeah. that's the key, yeah, yeah. the conversation. But, but how the do you figure all this out? Yeah. How do you know this? Like so – Chan, you were, Nate, you were hard to bloody track down yourself, man, and you're yeah, just, you know, I mean, like local. I remember your DMs. Oh, you do I remember know, that. I was wondering I if you know, remember you that. Must, you boys must think I'm the biggest fraud. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I wasn't looking to do interviews, and that was yep. kind of my way to go. Well, if we're serious, let's go. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, I remember yeah, it being yeah, there. Yeah. And, I, and I walked that. straight into it as well because <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, man, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. 100%. That's yeah. a good one. But yeah, yeah, how do you, how'd you know this, Nath? To, so this is, the this way is I, interesting I like knowledge. To do, so this is the way I like to do things and it's it's really served me really, really well and it's it's honestly the premise of, of founder and it's it's something one of my mentors taught me, Mitch Harper, who's, who co-founded Big Commerce. It's not about – it's not about what and how and what do you do to solve that problem. It's who. Yeah. Who's already done it? Who's already getting big guests? Who's already getting massive people on the front covers of their magazine? So that's what we do at Founder. Like we find people that have done incredible things and we ask them to give back nice. on our platform yeah. and just show you and to, to lay it all out. So to answer your question, Dan – in the early days to start founder, it cost me two thousand US dollars, yep. and what what that cost was was it was two thousand dollars on the software to allow me to publish the digital magazine on the App Store and Google Play Store. Then it cost me another five hundred to a thousand to produce the first edition, probably closer to five hundred dollars because I had to get a magazine designer and whatnot. Yep. There was a community of people that also had digital magazines, and I met somebody that was getting like crazy people on their front cover we're talking bono jamie mm. oliver all these really famous people for her vegan magazine so i reached out and i said same question you guys are asking how the hell do you do this and she said to me nathan where it's at is with a magazine it establishes a lot of authority what you need to do is you need to find the book publishers so like for example richard branson Penguin Random House publish all of his books. You need to track back and find who represents Richard Branson's books. Mm. And then they want press. Like 
PR. Yeah, yeah they want press. Mm. They want PR. So like you know, we have relationships now with Penguin Random House, and and they feed us guests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They feed us guests because they know that the more that they establish that person, the more books it's going to sell. So that's just all I did, and I'll mm. never forget. I was. Um, to pitch Richard Branson to, to get that interview, I got in the first four months. I was, uh, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't, I was still living with another housemate at the time, uh, my best mate, and uh, I remember I, I tried to call many times, and uh, her name was Daisy. She was the the head of PR for Virgin Australia, uh, Virgin Virgin, mm-hmm. and I remember kept calling, sent some emails, and then I finally got onto her. And I remember before I called, I told my my housemate, I think he had his missus over at the time and I was in this like, I was in McLeod and this really <laughs> like old house and it was a cash job paying for like like rent <laughs> and the person didn't have an agent and they wanted to do a tax job. And basically the, the house was run down, the yeah. floors were so creaky and they were making a ton of noise. And I was like, guys, can you just please be quiet? I'm about to pitch Richard Branson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so well, Richard Branson's head of PR, and I was like, yeah, whatever. whatever. Mate. And then, and then, so I walked to my room, and and I was stumbling, and I was so nervous, and I never forget. I was just like, gave her my pitch. I was all over the place, and she said to me, "Look, Nathan, please understand, we get like ten to twenty of these requests every single day. Uh, I tell you what, shoot me an email." I promise I'll get back to you, but I can't promise anything will come from that. And I sent a really good email talking to the fact that uh, his first business venture was a student magazine. It was too, yeah. And uh, and then yeah. and then and then happy to do the interview and then ran with it. Wow. And then that and the rest was kind of history. But that's how I that's how I've in the past been able to get great, really well known guests in in the business industry um, using the magazine using some of these tactics that I walked you guys through, but then also over time, just building the brand. Like Mm -hmm. now, thankfully we have some great relationships with PR companies or publishers or like, but it takes time. It takes so long, right? Like to Mm -hmm. build anything of true worth and significance, it takes 10, Mm -hmm. 10 plus years, seven plus years. It just takes time. You just have to be prepared to to grind it out. out. I've got a million questions. Yeah. Oh, so I've, got, I've got a million. I was going to punch, oh, 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 <laughs> punch one out first. I'll punch one out. And we spoke um, briefly about it just before we came on. So you said most of your subscribers for the magazines, US base, Australia second, UK third. Did you, Nathan, did you always plan on cre- like designing it for the US audience? Yeah. So look, Founder has become much more than a magazine now. Like oh, it's yeah. very, very small part of the business. That's how we started. But really a big focus of us now is, is how do we build one of the largest online business schools in the world? And we're really focusing on our online education platform and our membership Founder Plus. But to answer your question, Dan, in the early days, I was always inspired by founders and a lot of entrepreneurs in the American market. Mm. And there were other podcasters, you know, doing business type interviews and they were all from the States. Mm. And then there's all these uh, well-known founders all from the States. So I did strategically want to build an audience that is predominantly US focused. And I did want to predominantly focus the brand to be US focused because I think Australia is so small, comparative. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, when I, when I go to the US, it's so exciting. You know, it's, <laughs> you feel so small, and, and but there's something special about it. And really, if, we, if we're if we honest, like, yeah, there's some incredible entrepreneurs here in Australia and entrepreneurship is, is still a big thing. But like in the US, that's really where it's at. Like if you think of business, startups, entrepreneurship, it's all coming out of San mm. Fran and New York. Really? Yeah. And we're sort of following suit potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, we're, so. Everyone's inspired by yeah, it, you know, yeah. so – so yeah, it was it was strategic, but it just kind of happened that way as well. Like I think honestly, if you guys got to four hundred guests, you would cap out in Australia. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably would. You'd run yeah. out. Yeah. You'd run out. Yeah, yeah. Like you could keep finding guests, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's going to be watered down. The talent yeah. will be watered. Yeah. Well, look, there's just not. Yeah, it's just it's just so. For me, I've always wanted to build a US focused type brand. So did you dot com it? So you purchased founder was a dot com when you first purchased it? Oh, that's another story. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because it interests me like because I've, I've been playing around online for a long, long time, much like yourself. So 
that's a pretty tight domain if it, you know if you've just got the dot, dot com a single word dot com founder like you said yeah. taking ownership of a word so, like that uh, that's in the whole other story so <laughs> so when I changed the name I never forget my mate good mate Jake from Coconut Bowls he's um I, I remember talking to him on Facebook Messenger and and I was like oh I think I'm going to change the name and then we're talking about some different names and then and I had found a correct spelling and he's like oh oh, you could, do, you could do founder without the E, but the domain's taken. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll just get foundermag.com. And then little did I know about a year later, the person, and I've never told this publicly actually, the, the person that had the domain founder.com, um, he's like some big, big business guy. And I eventually got him to part ways with it. Did you have to pay? Like was yeah. it a decent amount? Yeah. 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 It's worth it. Yeah, I'll but that a was a couple of years you. later. It took wow. me a while to get that from him. It was your coconut bowls guy you just mentioned, Jake, was he on Shark Tank? Yeah. Hey, I remember yeah, we that. we grew up together. Yeah, we I remember that. Together. And I think yeah. he got a deal with Janine. Yeah. yeah, it didn't go through though. Oh, didn't it? No. Because I remember that one. He was killing it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we grew up together. I remember when I started Founder and I was working at Intrepid, he and I used to catch up at like a Nando's in the city because he worked for like a company in the city as well. And yeah, he's he's a great guy. Is he still care? He's going all right. Yeah, the yeah. coconut bowls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's full. Not on. a bad memory, yeah. PK. That's full on. So we've started as a magazine, an online magazine. What are the what are the things you see that make you turn turn your business into other things, and you see other niches that you want to pivot into? Obviously, the big game sounds amazing, but. You got into the podcast, and you, mm. you know, you made moves. What, what did you well, see to make you make the moves? Well, look, when I think about founder, what's special? What's really special about the brand and what we do is we find people that have done it, and we get them to give back in some way, shape, or form. And we yep. try and find the most accomplished people that we can to share their lessons, skills, and experiences. Right? Yeah. It started with the magazine, and that is really a form of education, right? Like, and then it, and, and the podcast started because, and how I scaled the brand over time is I was always doing the interview. So I didn't launch with the podcast, right? I started with the magazine. I launched the podcast yeah. like two, three years later. Yeah. So 2017, 18? I'd say probably close to 2015. 15. So then that means I've been doing it for seven years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly with, with the podcast that just started cause I was already doing the interviews and they were sitting inside the yeah. magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then it was, I remember a friend, uh, I remember a friend challenging me. Um, he ended up becoming a head of marketing. Now he's moved on, but, and how about he helped me build the company Dave for a long time. I remember Dave challenging me saying, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I do this podcast thing because you know, we've got all these interviews in the magazine, like, and we're giving the podcast away for free. And, and he, I was like, he's like, Nathan, I betcha. If you launch it, no one's going to care and no one cared, right? And and the reason I tell you that story is because the way that I grew the brand was I just kept spinning the content. So now if we do one interview, that can be so many pieces of content. It can be a long-form written article that oftentimes now can rank in Google for that person's name. Like mm -hmm. if you look up uh, Scooter Braun or Mark Lauray, like we're pretty high up. Right on on when you look for his name, and we get a lot of traffic from that. So, yeah. so it's it's the article, it's so many ways of social content. It's the email, it's the newsletter, it's the it's the video interview, it's the audio interview, it's the magazine. Like it's so it's so many different things, and and that was just a natural extension around how do I grow the brand with starting with the interview. But then what I realized is how can we take this a step further? and get people to teach. Like if I get somebody yeah. on who just lays out how they're killing it with Facebook ads, you can you can you can gather a bit from the, from a long form podcast, but you can't see it. You can't look over their shoulder. They can't give you the templates on, you know, how to do your media buying and and it's not step by step. And what we found was launching these courses, doing that, we have an unfair advantage because we're already speaking to all these incredible people. And that's how I kind of realized that we were always an, an online education business, but now we're just going really deep on that because that's where I see a massive opportunity for us. And you genuinely- and, and also the world. 
and the yeah, hundred percent. So you're genuinely packaging it up in a, in a consumable form, and that's probably the ultimate value play. Yeah, you know the podcast and all this sort of stuff. The value's there, but you're actually packaging it up in something that someone can study, look back on. Yeah, go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like, I think. You know, oftentimes when you listen to a podcast or you're reading something, more so when you listen to a podcast, you're on the go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not it, – it's hard to actually consume and go out. Like, <clears throat> So it's just different. But to answer your question, PK, like honestly, like any business, over time you learn and you see opportunities and you see things. Yeah. And, and for me, I was just like, look, for us – I think we've done an awesome job on the media side and now let's really go all in on the online courses side because that's what makes us money. Yeah. Now, let's be yeah. honest as well. And that's that's going to be a good transition for us uh, as, as we start to transition the brand with Founder Plus and the membership, right? Like that's what fuels a mm. lot of this stuff. Like, you know, we've got 55 people. Like, Is like, that how many staff you guys yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I think it's it's an interesting thing that, we're known for our free content, but we're not as well known for our online education stuff. So now it's like we want to, we'll still always have a media arm and produce awesome content to help people, but I want us to lead with Founder Plus, lead with the membership, yeah. lead with our online course platform because it's pretty special. And your Founder Plus, it has entrepreneurs in the US teaching as well. Yeah, I've yeah, been mainly, on there, man. It's, yeah, yeah mainly, it's the real deal. Mainly. So we've got, I think, 23 courses on our platform, all sorts of different topics. The people that teach, like as an example, like Greta. Greta, she's, Greta, Greta, yeah, Greta, yeah. Greta, she was one of our first instructors. She's from Melbourne. She started like five, six, seven successful e-commerce businesses, multi-million dollar e-commerce stores. So like she just lays it all out, right? Um, so basically you get access to all of our courses. We're going to be launching one new course a month. Mm. Starting September we'll have live workshops and I'll start to – Get, we're going to start to get some of these founder, like incredible founder podcast yeah. guests to do live talks as well every single week. Wow. And then on top of that, we're really building the community as well. And like it's just going to be – it's you think of a VRC membership if you love punting, right? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're going to get it to a point – well, that's the goal is how do we have hundreds of thousands of members? Mm. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to be on Founder Plus. That's, yeah, that's that, wild. That's crazy because – yeah, doing the research and hearing about the mission you're on, like I'm, you know, raising kids and you think where do they learn, what are they going to go do, where are they going to get this amazing content. They're in a school system that's probably, I don't know, in my opinion, a bit sluggish. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For You know, we won't we won't mm. unpack that. But to be able to create a platform that you're getting it off these people that are actually doing it. Oh, man, if that was not, around when I started, I reckon not. I'd be 10 years ahead of where I am today. You <laughs> yeah, know what correct. I mean? Like, yeah, and correct. so. There's no question. Like I'm creating something that I don't see. you need see. it, that yeah, you wanted, I, yeah. I need it. I, I can see we have this incredible opportunity with the, with the platform that we have, the network that we have. Yeah. And it's just a great alternative to an MBA at like an extreme fraction of the cost. Yeah. yeah. And it's always going to be live and current and, yeah. and you're going to get the information in yeah, like real the, enough time, like push people, it out to the market. Like think of it like this. The guy that teaches Facebook ads for us, he spent like over $100 million profitably on ads. Like if you can't learn <laughs> even a couple of grand worth of wow. stuff yeah, from yeah. just that one course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like – that, that's where we're trying to take this. So like we've got a we've got a course next month on TikTok ads. This guy spent 10,000 hours just working out TikTok ads, yeah. right? Like we're finding really credible people taking their proven frameworks, packaging it up and just giving it to people. And yeah. like this is how you get ahead. Yeah. You know, mm. Learning from people that have, that have done already it, done, done it. it. Absolutely. Right? Done it. It's not what. Who? It's who? And who? In the past, in the past, you've you've never been. It hasn't been that accessible. I, I no. know we we were around the same sort of generation. We're coming up. And we had to figure it out, and it's taken all that long. But to have platforms like us, and it sounds similar to like masterclass, but focused on entrepreneurship. On entrepreneurship, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is wild. One mm. thing I'm interested. In, let's talk the money, man. So the the, <laughs> the module or the model, because there's a lot of online models. If you could look up there, I've got. I had a membership course back in 2006, teaching kids how to. DJ all around the world and stuff. So back then, 
I wasn't subscription and I reckon that was a lesson that I learned the hard way and I probably couldn't add enough value to keep that subscription model. Yes. Are you one-off payment? Is it one-off or is it subscription? So, so it's subscription. So yeah. all of our courses are sold one-off and we've recently launched Founder Plus, which is an all-access membership yeah, okay. pass to mm. make that transition. Eventually, it'll all just be a membership. But yep. for now, we're making a slow transition, which is a fun and awesome journey, right? <laughs> like. Yeah. Because now it's no dissimilar to the magazine, right? Like when I launched that first edition and I had two subscribers, <laughs> I didn't want to let those two yeah. subscribers down. So I had the next edition out. Yeah. Even when I was sued for trademark infringement and had to change the name I, and I missed, I was six weeks behind, I still gave people two editions in one month. Yeah. So now our wow. commitment is one new course a month. We've got like that's a big commitment, man. Yeah, that's, that's a big commitment. And like some of the some of the courses we've got, it's they're, they're awesome. Like in some of the topics, it's game changing. What, what are you teaching? Are you doing any? Of the, have you got a course? So you- I taught a course on Instagram. That was the first course. That's how I got into all this stuff. So yep. what? How it all? Ha- here's how we got into courses. So or online programs. So so basically, to grow founder to that next level, getting it into the multiple six figures, seven figures annual revenue. What I did was I started using Instagram to grow it and get a lot of subscribers for the magazine. And my friend Jake, he was the one that laid out the blueprint for me. Jakey he, boy. he was like, oh, but it, but, but he had an e-commerce business and he said it wouldn't work for you because you you got a digital business. And this was back in the day when Instagram was really hot, like TikTok is now. Yeah. And it's still, it's still a crazy powerful platform, is for us still. But he basically laid out this blueprint and then I, I put it out there and, and followed it. And like we, we got to 10,000 followers in two weeks. Wow. And true to founder form, I wrote a blog post about it and just laid out that shared blueprint. It. Just mm. shared the value. Yeah, yeah, shared, shared the, the gold. gold. Yeah, 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 shared the gold, right? And it kind of went semi-viral and all these people started to reach out to me saying, Nathan, do you do consulting or can you do this for me? Mm. And I was like, no, I don't I don't want to do that. Like <laughs> I, I just want to grow founder. I don't want to run a service-based business. So I'm like, well, do you have a course? Mm. And that's when I did a course and I did this live six weeks workshop, just laying it all out and taking people through it. And the results we got were incredible. There's still some people to this day that have gone through that course and it's changed the game for their business. Like it is insane. Like hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers now, you know, three, four, five years later. Right. Yep. Wow. And, And it's, it's a bedrock of their business. And, that's when I realized, oh, this course is thing. There's something here. But then I realized, well, I don't want to, I don't want to just teach all these courses, Nathan, and make it the Nathan yeah. show. <laughs> and I was like, hey, wait a second. We're interviewing these successful founders. What if I start to get some of them to teach? And that's how I started this journey mm. of really kind of. And then of, you've just. Yeah. So you sort so of JV with the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we get people to teach on our platform and then we work it all out, right? Yep. But, but basically. So we went on this pathway of producing a lot of courses and then now it's come to the point where we have enough content, we can we can package it up into a membership and move to the membership model. Um, yeah. But, yeah, one course a month, big feat. We're doing it. It's 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 a stretch for the team. We're challenging that. But, but that's, uh, that's going to be the way that you give the value to keep them retaining and yeah. keep them coming yeah. back, correct? 110%. And that's what? Right? That's the barrier to entry. I reckon there's one on top of that. Nathan's got a second podcast where he has grand on, the, you know, troops on the ground that are doing the course, and it's a podcast on their journey. They're starting their entrepreneurship, and you you guys are interviewing. Yeah. That's you know, as, as they you move know, through. You know that podcast already exists, right? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, he's got. The proof's in the The proof's in the pudding. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the guys yeah. actually, there's podcasts on them now. Yeah, going yeah. through that course. Yeah, it's incredible. Heaps of different courses. Heaps of different courses. Yeah, yeah. Because here's one thing that we've found interesting as well. Because you know, you guys are like, oh, you've interviewed so many amazing guests and stuff. But the thing is, oftentimes these uber well-known famous multi multi billionaires or billionaires or multi millions it's they're not relatable it, it's mm. it's actually feels so far away yeah. so we 
We are also trying to shine a spotlight on our students and community that are going through our programs and getting incredible results and showing, you know what? If you start an e-commerce store or a digital marketing agency and you're making 10 grand a month, that's game changing. It mm. doesn't have to be a million yeah. or mm. 10 or yeah. 20 or yeah. 100 million a month. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can just get yeah. off the tools and, yeah. get, and you get going. And that and that's where the real, like, that's that's where the real gold is, right? Like, even if somebody doesn't enroll in the membership, Founder Plus or one of our programs, like, the amount of people that we're helping with our platform is incredible. You know what I mean? Like to be able to yeah. give back and yeah. and build a platform and a product that helps a lot of people at scale and mm. facilitating so many people's growth. Like, yeah, that's that that's like, it's rewarding. It's and that's what, and Nath man, that's why we're here as well. Like the people who said we don't advertise anything, we're not selling anything, we don't talk about our businesses. We're literally here with the same mantra, trying to reach out to successful people like you and give them a platform to give back to hopefully get some other people to step off the line and have a crack because. We're a bit older than the average. I'm definitely older, you know, so I was a late bloomer and I feel like if there was people inspiring me or giving me access earlier, then it wouldn't have been such a big big hill to climb sort of thing. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's definitely rewarding. Hard yeah. work but worth it. Yeah, yeah. The hot. The highs are high and the lows are low. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't celebrate the highs too much and don't get too down on the lows. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that entrepreneurship is the best thing ever. <laughs> you never have any stress. Yeah. Like you don't have, you know, problems with staff or none, none of that, right? <laughs> like every, like every business to build it to anything, it is, it is hard. And that's why, that's why founder exists. That's why we want to come on the journey with you to help you. But, you know, everything around us is created by entrepreneurs. Mm. Like this microphone, that mug, mm. that laptop, yeah. you know, that couch, that, that timer, right? Like entrepreneurs shape the world as we know it, right? Mm. And what greater privilege to be able to make a dent and create something yeah. from nothing. Have a legacy. Like, mm. Yeah, like yeah. you can't put a price on that and that's what's special about becoming an entrepreneur, building a business. And, yeah, like I said, the highs are high, the lows are low, but you wouldn't give it up for anything. Yeah, you know what it. I mean? No, Al said that very well yeah, said. Yeah, spot on. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. The old work 100 hours a week or 80 hours a week mm. as an entrepreneur so you don't have to work 40 hours for someone for else. else. It's very rewarding, rewarding at is. times. And, Nathan, one of your early episodes I said I heard you say you went took you, uh, your journey took you to India, to one of your digital creators for a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, a, this is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah. So when I, um, when I started Founder, I, I didn't design the magazine. So I was bootstrapping it, you know, I didn't have much money to my name. I used to, I used to travel a lot and just live off the back of the credit card and, <laughs> you know, uh, so when I started, as I said, I spent two thousand US dollars to get the software, but then also I had to find someone to design it because I couldn't design it. And I went through a couple of uh, different designers, like magazine designers, and I wasn't happy with the end result. And I met someone called Karen, uh, a guy, he, 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 but his name is pronounced Karen um, or Karan, and uh, he was from India and. His uncle was like a really well-renowned magazine designer and he taught him the trade and he used to design a lot of famous magazines. And this guy was incredible. Now, he was a little bit more expensive though than anybody else that I was looking at. And I remember I said to him like, look, this is out of my budget. I, and, you know, the budget was tough, right? Mm. Like the mm. budget was tough. And uh, he said, look, Nathan, he's like, I know I'm more expensive than probably some other options that you have, but... I promise you that if you invest in design and branding early, it will pay its benefits tenfold in the future. Mm, 100%. And now Karan doesn't design the magazine anymore. We've brought it in-house. But that legacy that he left, like the design of founder and, and me to understand that actually – Design can be a form of unique value proposition and it can help you yeah. stand out. It can help mm. you build trust very quickly when anybody's looking at your product or service. That was gold. And when I went full-time on Founder, there was a point in time where he was getting married and he invited us to the wedding and we actually went, <laughs> me and my fiancé, now fiancé, we went to the wedding. That's it was crazy. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I know you're a big one on branding, Benny. Early oh, on, man. Early on in our journey when money's tight and that sort of stuff, Benny's like, and we had a brand and Benny designed our original brand, I, I did, think. I did, And I'm like, we've got a brand. And Benny's like, oh, we're going to go pay, you know, eight grand to this agency that's going to redesign our fish. We had no money, mind you. Re- redesign <laughs> our fish. It's a fish. Mm. And Best thing but, we ever did. But exactly what you said said then, Nate, that proposition that's up on the front row, That that's, that's your first – that's your first taste of the company that people see. Mm. I would have It's argue. so powerful. But anyway, that was a day that he had to bring me <laughs> to around, but he brought me around. It's but- gotten easier over the journey. <laughs> but I would argue, what was the original brand called? Key to success. I would argue that if you kept that, founder is the key to the key to success does not exist in any capacity that founder exists today because I think that brown founder that that brand founder helps you land some of the guests helps you position because it helps you position the brand how people perceive things determines how they react to them right mm. so that you, I, I genuinely believe that that's why I was like interested about the dot com early because that to me was your first sliding door moment of truth that really set you up for success whether you knew it at the time or not by coming up with that brand, mm. you've been able to leverage and 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 and, and catapult from that brand because it just it makes sense with what you're trying to do. Positioned you right in the heart of, and that's that's also I would argue why you can have that what you said, Dan, that American mindset, right? Why you can go over there because that founder brand allows you to do that because it puts you in the heart of entrepreneurship. It doesn't segregate you to like Aussies or you know what I mean. So yeah, I, I reckon yeah, it, brand to your point is insane. So yeah, so look, um, I got to tell you though, mate. Uh, <laughs> Would I am I wrong? Well, when I pitched Richard Branson, it was key to success. And that still worked. Ah, yeah, there you it, go. It did still work. So it's always going to succeed. No, 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 but what you're saying is true. I, I think uh, what you're saying is 100% true. Like I'm a big fan of first impressions and mm. placing that importance on brand. And look, the founder brand still has a long way to go, right? Like we're going through a – we're going through a transition phase right now to really position ourselves as a an online education, education. company, yep. right? An ed tech business, and, and, mm. and that's what we're going. And through. you're doing that yeah. with brand again, right? Yeah. Founder plus, yeah. Bingo, value, man. founder yeah. value, yeah. Bingo, value. bingo, and people like you just can't <laughs> underestimate the value of brand and getting that right because you get that wrong, you can. It's going to be a, a a bigger mountain to climb to really make that transition, but you get that right and it bridges the gap. Yeah. So look, the founder plus piece. Uh, I didn't. I, did I, take, you, no, did I take no credit to that one. Yep. Uh, that was my chief revenue officer, Marco. He brought in uh, one, out, of his ex, one of his ex colleagues, uh, design uh, head of design, Damien, who has his own agency. And he, he, he we were originally going to call it founder membership, just the founder membership. And he, Damien was like, "No, nah, it's too safe. Yeah. Go with founder plus." And I think it was actually quite clever because now we can start to carve out this sub brand and really lead with that. Um, so. No, I make no claim to that, but I agree. It's it. I think it. I think it'll it'll sort of, it'll sort out really well for us. Absolutely, absolutely, it's critical. I talk to friends now. I've got a, a friend, Danny. Shout out, Danny, who's setting up a, like a coffee van and stuff, and she has all these awesome ideas about how she's going to brand it. And the best way that I try and help him is like just go, just got to get the brand right, man. If you don't get the brand right, it doesn't matter how good your coffee is. You're not you know you're not going to stand out. So how do you stand out? Branding, yeah, it's very important, especially when your wife says we're going to rebrand after seven years. Oh, that's true. Cost thirty k. Jeez, it's true. But that's that, worked that, out for you, though. It has worked out. But Nathan, yeah. I want to. I also want to ask. Um, those early days with Richard Branson, you did something very strategic and very smart. You actually gave that um, magazine for free, I believe. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. So there. There's this concept called moving the free line. Um, I didn't come up with it, but it was created by a guy called Eben Pagan. He's a smart online marketer. And uh, I thought it was really clever that in an online kind of landscape, you can you can commoditize the, these assets very quickly in uh, knowing that you can commoditize these assets very easily because they're digital, you can you can assign a value to it, but then also you could give it away for free, which it has a certain value to it. So mm. with the Branson edition, I knew that it was a new brand and I knew that for founder to, to become an, an authority or a thought leader in the entrepreneurship space, we needed famous people on the front cover. 
And so I was lucky enough and, you know, I'll, I'll always be forever grateful that, that Sir Richard Branson said yes because that front cover, what what I did with that and giving it away for free and leading with that mm. really built trust over time very, very quickly. But then it also – it allowed us to, to kind of give people an understanding of who we are and what we do. And I made like that edition awesome. Like mm. it was like how to come up with your business idea and like we had some awesome interviews, awesome articles and like awesome stories. And like I really made sure that that was epic and I made sure that we led with that. So the lesson there, it doesn't mean you – it doesn't mean that it can be applied for any business but like if you're just starting out, how can you give people a taste test? Like for example, yeah. if you want to start a digital agency – and you want to run Facebook ads for local businesses, local coffee shops, instead of trying to charge them up front, just yeah. say, hey, let me work with you for one month and if I get you these kind of results, we, are you happy to pay? Mm. Yep. Yeah, correct. Right? And so it's just it's this, this concept of kind of just getting people in the door first before – you know, trying to charge them. And that's transferring the risk like we hear yeah. a bit. Well, yeah, we you do, know, yeah. Like, that's transferring the risk going – don't pay for the coffee. I'll take on the risk mm. and I'll give you the coffee and I'll back my talents in and my service or goods, whatever it might be. Mm. I'm going to back myself in for it to be good mm. and then we'll, ha then we'll have you and then we'll then we'll do some dealing down the track. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like businesses always do this, right? You know, yeah. free trials, all sorts of things, right? Mm. you got to get them in. Mm. Hey, Nath, elevator pitch. If you were going to, I guess, put together quickly and succinctly what people would expect to get when they log on, Founder Plus, the educational platform. Tell us what's on there and tell us where it's headed. Yeah, so you're just going to get proven business advice from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation. These are people that we have vetted and we know that they're the real deal and they're actually doing what they are teaching and you're going to get their proven frameworks. But then also you're going to be part of a like-minded community of entrepreneurs on a similar journey to you. And uh yeah, that's that, that's that's what you're going to get. So that's, it's a community as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Wow. So you've got the, the thought leaders and the industry leaders, but then you've got the guys and girls All that are doing it, Matt. helping each other on that level. Where, yeah. where like, was this 10 years ago when I paid 50 grand? <laughs> 50 grand for business bloody coaching. <laughs> Didn't get out of it. I told you not to do that, dude. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, live workshops. The community's with, a big one. Yeah, community, live workshops with like, a lot of the people, it's going to be live workshops with some of the people that we interview on the podcast, really world-renowned mm. founders and uh, like successful entrepreneurs every single week, one new course a month on all sorts of interesting, really valuable topics as we start to build out our library. So we'll eventually have pathways and we'll also have like a recommendation engine. So when you log in, We'll be able to ask you all sorts of questions of where you're at with your business. And oh. then off the back of that, if you have an e-commerce business, but you're not making much on email marketing, then you've got to do this course with Jess on email marketing. And this is, these are the campaigns you need to use for Black Friday because she's, she, she's actually got them there and she's used them before and she uses them for her clients. And then if you're really strong on Facebook ads, well, we're not going to recommend that course, but yeah, it, it'll, it'll customize your learning yeah. journey. Or if you're, already have a, if you want to start a business but you're not sure then we'll ask you a series of questions right do you have much money can if you don't then you probably don't want to start an e-commerce business or a SaaS business right so then okay but do you have skills yes i'm a graphic designer okay then we'll put you through our digital marketing mm -hmm. agency course then once you go through that we'll teach you how to package up your skills and then off you go and then we'll take you through how to do b2b lead gen from someone who shows you how to get clients without costing you a cent. So this is the kind mm. of platform that we're, yeah, we're working on building. And, this and sounds full intuitive. Yeah, that's wild. Sounds it, bigger than bigger than most people Mate, it's all, it's all come from a passion project to try and get a job. <laughs> that's <laughs> what's blowing my mind. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm just – yeah. You know why as well? Because you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Because you're doing it for passion. You're doing it not – you never set out at the start to make money. You just wanted a job and you wanted to do your passion and stuff. And, and that's, and that's the, the right thing, right? Because right when you're not making money, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you stop. 
But yeah. if, if you aren't making money and you're doing it because you just you have to do it because you love it, yeah. then you're there when when it turns around. You're there to take the success. It's huge. But so I might, I might need to work on my elevator pitch. You got me good. I'm going to refine <laughs> that. I rambled a bit, but no, that's that, good. I, good. I, I hope that kind of gives people a bit yeah, of an insight what, what we're building, and you know, we'd on. love to go on the journey with you. Yeah, yeah. And Nathan, smart. will you do this that's in languages question. as well, or just the English, or you're going to? Great question. What's That's a killer. Right? Eventually, we'll move to localization. Yes. Yeah. Which that's that's global. Yeah, that's huge. Well, actually, a lot of people do contact us to want to license the brand from us in a different language, all sorts of things. We haven't touched any of that yet. We experimented a little bit with Spanish but then realised that we didn't have the infrastructure and it's still early days. But, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into that for sure. Nice. This is a big play, boys. Yeah, it's mm. huge. Not that I need to tell you boys that. <laughs> we're all making moves, mate. We're all making moves, yeah. yeah. Like said, it's better than ours. Yeah. Now, Thanks, mate. Did you say you green? You grew up in Greensboro? Yeah. Where'd you go to school? St. Helena. Dude, I went to Parade. Oh, for a bit, got kicked out. <laughs> then went to Greensboro. But I grew up in Greensboro as well, yeah. There you awesome, go. Yeah, 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 right. so Betty, I, the orders don't care about you, mate. They care about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Apollo Parkways was my primary school. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. We'd know some of the same people, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there you go. yeah I don't Small know world. if you would. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Nate's hanging around with your old crew. You wasn't hanging around Main Street, Greensboro. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, maybe he was. Maybe he was. I used, to, I used to work at the Maccas. Bullshit, outside, Greensy. Outside Maccas in Greensy, then yeah. I, and then I graduated to the Target loading docks in Greensy. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Love yeah. that. Where it all yeah. started. Where it all started. And now yeah. he's, he's he's sort of talking <laughs> to the big wigs of the world. Office in New York. From, so can, yeah. yeah what, how's that? What, what's that look like? So it's funny you said that. We recently shut it down during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So we shut it down because we weren't using it. Now – once it comes into the new year next year, we'll look to go again. Yeah, yeah. Is that awesome. just so you can get over there and? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's, fu- it's, it's it's funny you say that. So we've got a, a producer, a lead 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 producer in New York, who manages the production of all of our courses. And uh, for now, it's actually more cost affordable to just rent uh, a studio for now. But he's now we're moving to one course a month, yeah. And like, he, he eventually it's going to be a no brand that we have to do it. Mm. So we we anticipate that'll be next year. So we'll go again. I the the vision is is how do we create courses and content on east and west coast? So yeah. we have offices east, west coast, and here in Melbourne. And and have you mapped out? Um, <clears throat> You've got if you've got a, a, a calendar of you know who because if you go once a month you don't want to be coming up in the war yeah. room each month going who we got next month PK you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? no. so how how far ahead are you mapped out to sort of so because these courses are no joke man like look, to do yeah, we, one a we month don't, yeah like we our courses like go to Trustpilot read the reviews like yeah. this is like high production a lot of effort it's not just a a video recording two hours, not like it's it's properly edited. It's properly well thought out. We have learning step by like step, learning yeah. designers that, that are actually going through breaking it all down. We have templates, all sorts of things. Like it's it's not just like any online course. Mm. Uh, so a lot of manpower. Yeah, a mm. lot of manpower. A lot, a lot of work. Manpower. Yeah, yeah. Lot, lot of work behind it. Yep. So. Um, literally like this morning had a, had a catch up with the guys. We looked at the roadmap. So I have an incredible team and yeah, we're about six months. We're, we're coming in close to six months ahead of schedule. Um, we, we'd like to get a little bit more, but mm. we see how we go. It's, it's, uh, look, it's crazy. The things that can happen when you, when you have incredible people that have done it before. So mm-hmm. like I, you know, I make no claims to kind of where the business is going now. I'm fortunately just the face that gets to go out there and talk about all the awesome things <laughs> mm. that we're doing. But I have a really amazing It's the people that team you've built, yeah. That that are really taking this thing now and really running with it. it. Nice. Yeah. I've got one last one, Nathan. So you're still young, but obviously there's going to be a time when you want to retire and settle down. Mm. What Will you ever get rid of Foundry, do you think, or is it your puppy you never exit, really yeah. – Oh. Oh. We always, for an exit. Yeah, we always, always say that. There's always an exit strategy, but <laughs> yeah, look, fit and ready. It's it's an interesting one. Uh, it's still early days. Yeah, like with with what we're building and what we can build, and and you know, I want I'd love to get into the event space. Maybe doing software. live events. Yeah, yeah it's mm. prime yep. for so, what you're doing. So look, there's a lot to be done. We still haven't fulfilled the vision of what we're trying to build. So, uh, look, to be honest, Dan. Um, 
I don't really have one. Like, I, honestly, I'm just focusing on building, focusing on having fun. Yeah. Right. That's that's the thing, right? Why did I start this thing? Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't it wasn't to have a, a big exit at the end. Now, that's not to say that that might happen one day. I don't know, but I'm not planning on yeah. it. Has anyone yeah. been knocking yeah. on the doors? Because generally they get to businesses your size and they're, they're already knocking. Oh, look, there's there's been, for sure, there's been conversations around all sorts of things for yep. sure. But for now it's just not the right time. We just really need to focus in, on, in. on building this incredible yeah. platform, really growing it. Nice. Getting it done. Yeah, getting it done. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. We thought awesome. we were climbing mountains, then. <laughs> no, we're, we're at the bottom. Oh, no. Come on, mate. <laughs> Still on the flat ground. <laughs> we're all having a crack. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's all you got to do. Crack, that's you know? right. And so, so you think for me, 10 years ago, right, like I just wanted to find work I was passionate about and then mm. after that it's like, well, how do I make this magazine thing profitable? And uh, like so it's, it's all baby steps, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking anyone out there that's, that's a bit unsure and, and that's the thing. It sounds like the platform might even guide you in a certain way but probably areas that you are deficient in, this is where you're going to go pick it up. And can we get our, our one piece of advice? I'd love to hear what yeah. if, if there was only one piece of advice, advice you could give to an aspiring entrepreneur, what would it be? Look, as I said before, like building a business is, is one of the most rewarding things that you can do. Uh, but it's probably one of the toughest things you'll ever do in your life, most likely. Um, before you go on that journey, I can't recommend enough to try and meet as many people as you can doing it how you know you aspire for it to be done and really understanding and learning from them if that's the journey you want to go on. And if you do want to start a business as well, it actually doesn't hurt to work from some, work for somebody to learn. Yeah. Right? Like, like there's nothing wrong with doing work you're passionate about, you know, w- working working in a job as long as you love it, right? Like, and that's that's the whole thing. But I think it's so key if you want to start a business, learn from people that are doing it, hang out with people that are doing it, and maybe even work at a place that you you are inspired by to just learn to really get a taste for it because it isn't for everyone, right? Yeah, Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, it's not for everyone, but it is an incredible journey. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, yeah. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. Find the who. Yeah. Yeah. Find, Find the, the who. who. It's not who? what. It's who. <laughs> yeah. It's who. Yeah. Love it. Mate, really appreciate your time. Really Thanks, Nathan. Nathan. Really awesome, Thanks, Nathan. Awesome, guys. Please share, like, subscribe. <laughs> See you at the top. Come, Come on. on.